0: Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast.
1: Hello everyone and welcome into the Real Film Nerds family. My name is Matt, one of your two hosts. And with me joining, smirking, because he actually has a family, Mysterious Mike Talent.
2: Hello everybody. It's good to hear you again, Matt. I uh, am enjoying us talking about our family. I think with the most important thing about the upcoming movie we're about to review is family. So, with that, Matt, why don't you tell us more?
1: More about F9, The Fast Saga, not The Key on the keyboard. So Mike, original title was just F nine. They recently added the fast saga. What are your thoughts being a part of the fast family?
2: (laughs) Well, Matt, I don't know how much longer I can keep this up, but I, um, I, uh, I don't know why they changed the title. And um, they might as well just called it Fast and Furious, uh, another family
1: movie. Seriously, if someone says fucking family in this movie one more goddamn time, I'm going to throw myself into oncoming traffic. I swear to God, why do they have to rub it into the faces of us who are completely and utterly alone?
2: I don't know, Matt, but they sure do. Like uh, The emphasis is definitely... Family, family, family. But without getting into too much, Matt, uh, this one's very strange to be emphasizing family, family, family for what its whole story
1: is about. But we can get into that. Okay, Mike. Well, we can get into it after you give us the rundown for F9, The Fast Cigar. All right. Well, with with that,
2: um, so uh, F9 was directed by Justin Lin. It was uh, written by Daniel Casey and Justin Lin. Stories by Justin Lin, Alfredo Botelli, Botello, uh, Daniel Casey. And this movie is starring Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Georgiana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, uh Nat- Talia, uh, Emmanuel, Charlize Theron, John Cena, a whole bunch more people. And, uh, the synopsis of this movie is Cypher enlists the help of Jacob, Dom's younger brother to take revenge on Dom and his team.
1: Well, all right, Mike. So it's a movie. It's another fast movie. It literally has everyone in it except for The Rock and Jason Statham. Am I missing anything?
2: Uh no, it's a it's another Fast and the Furious movie, man. Uh family.
1: Family cars. Although that's one thing that upsets me about the Fast and Furious saga is um the first two was about street racing and about cars and the cool shit and the street scene and all that stuff. The third one is in Tokyo. I believe that was Tokyo Drift was the third one, which was interesting. It was a different take. It's kind of cool to see Japanese Uh, culture and tokyo in that light because not a lot of films at least american films are done that way with all the neon lights and i mean it's a real decent like shot of what tokyo really is or from what i've read i've never been to tokyo someday i'd love to and then fast four i don't remember what it was but all of a sudden it went from being about the cars and about the street world to we're now going to be james bond
2: yeah dude come on man that's awesome you know now there's it's it seems like every movie they've had to one-up each other right so we'll get a little bit into this more in the spoilers but there's a particular scene in this movie that i was uh blown away by i guess and uh i can't wait to talk about it in our spoilers matt but for now i'll just tease it uh I didn't think they could top the last movie with a submarine, and somehow they did fill in the blank.
1: Of course they did, Mike. It's been, It's fan service. They've been suggesting it. The fans have been wanting it, and they did massive fan service, and it is absolutely ridiculous. This whole movie is absolutely ridiculous, and I talked about it on Magic 99.1 this morning, along with a movie I was requested to watch by my radio host uh but this movie is just absolutely absurd it's so they're normal people street racers that turned into super spies and now they're superheroes yes of course they are so it's the marvel cinematic universe but not done nearly as well but still makes just about as much money
2: yeah, yeah. Speaking about money, Matt, this this definitely made the most since uh, the, you know, I guess post-pandemic box office brought in $70 million, which is a decent amount of change. But for a Fast and Furious movie, this is actually a little bit low. But, you know, pandemic, they said 25% of the theaters still aren't open. So there's just, there's just money being lost by not being able to just be open. So...
1: Well, I was and, like, wow. and worldwide, Mike, it's already up at four hundred million.
2: Well, that's good. That's good. I was I was getting worried, you know, because like the special effects uh, for this movie, I'm sure it costs a pretty penny. There's quite a bit of, quite a bit of explosions and various things. Um, ah, man, I can't wait until we get the spoilers a little bit, Matt, because there's there's another few scenes that remind me of another uh, movie, a certain Bay Bang that we talked about. And uh I I feel like the writer of this this script uh watched that movie and was like, "Oh, got it."
1: I feel like Michael Bay needs to direct FX.
2: Oh, well, uh, do do you think they'll call it FX cuz that's the the TV station or whatever the 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 channel on on cable. You think they're going to call it F10? They might call it
1: F10 but the numbers will be FX.
2: And then what happens when you get past F12, Matt? Like there's no more numbers on the keyboard. Oh wait, we're talking about a
1: movie. Hopefully they'll stop. I mean, honestly, I I think they should have stopped at 3. But that that's my honest opinion.
2: Well, I was thinking about it while I was walking the dog, Matt. There was uh I think it was 2001 the first Fast and the Furious came out. And now it's uh, 2021, and we have the ninth Fast and Furious. They've made nine movies in 20 years, and it's still pretty much the same people—Hobbs and Shaw. Well, oh, 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 yeah. Well, does that count? Does that? I guess it counts, it's right? It's part of but, the
1: Fast Saga. I mean, saga. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you blew it there.
1: I apologize
2: uh all right so 10 movies in 20 years that's like one every two
1: years i don't know i have a really really dark line to say but i'm not going to because as you know mike you know it's still a sensitive topic even though they brought it into this movie um even when they kill characters in this movie they come back to life there's only one way to get out of being in the fast and furious franchise how's that matt I can't say it's dark. It's messed up.
2: <laughs> well, dude, you, dude you, you, you can't tease it like that and just not say it. You Now you have to tell everyone. Everybody's interested. I think
1: to... I know what you're going to say, but it's, it's pretty morbid. Let's go. Right. You have to die in real life to get out of this freaking series of movies.
2: Yeah, I think that's true.
1: But I think even that's then, true. Even then, spoilers, even then, they still have his car roll up at the end of the movie. You know, why couldn't they leave it alone, you know? They had a nice send-off when he, you know, when Paul Walker did pass in which which one was that? Was that Fast 7?
2: I think he, he was going to be seven? No, right. I think he was going to be in Yeah, no, I think it was 7. I think he was going to be in 7, yeah.
1: I think it was 7. Well, no, they got like half the filming done of him in 7. And then they had this really nice emotional send-off in the film and he was not in eight at all. They didn't mention it at all. And then in this, they mention him and they like tease him at the end with his car like showing up. It's like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna get Paul Walker's brother back? Are you gonna recast? Like, like what's the deal? Are you gonna recast the character of Brian? Like, tell us. Let us know. I'm on the edge of my seat.
2: I I can tell Matt. I know that going into this, you were just super. F- you you know you are the. The fast and furious audience you are the the super fan you know and you just were really wondering what's going on with brian
1: you know why is it that you know he has to stick back and watch the kids you know what did he do wrong did he all of a sudden have a he changed his diet and he only eats donuts so he doesn't fit in cars now or like what's going on (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh man. He did the uh, the anti uh uh Jared Diet or whatever or oh I guess we can't talk about him anymore cuz he's a kid toucher.
1: <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad you one up to me. Thanks, Mike. I talked about the death of someone that everybody cared about. You talked about, you know, a kid toucher. Nice. <laughs> Well, I
2: well, I guess I changed. I don't know. I redirected. I redirected Matt.
1: You did, you know, but I still love myself some good old fashioned cold cut combo. It's a great sandwich.
2: <laughs> nice. Well, I haven't eaten Subway quite a while, but uh, I used to like their. Um, oh man, I can't even think about it. Their Italian BMT Italian or something like that.
1: A minute, Mike, you just want a large hot chunk of meat in your mouth.
2: Well, I always want a large hot chunk of meat in my mouth, but I don't think it's always Subway.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God, Mike. Oh, geez. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get back on topic, Mike. It is, you know, I have to point you now. I have to cue you. Here, let me put the cue up to the camera here.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Matt, uh, what are you drinking this fine evening, afternoon, morning?
1: Brunch. You forgot brunch. How dare you? (laughs) Mike, I am drinking beers that I have in my fridge. I have several because I don't get to drink as much as I would like. I'm drinking another Four Peaks Desert Day Drinker. It's an American lager.
2: Nice. Is it helping you handle the recent heat waves? No, it's still hot. Okay. Well. So, I'm back to true form. I have a IPA, Matt, but it's a New England IPA, and it's called
1: Hazy Highwire,
2: and it's from Big Top Brewing.
1: Well, all right, Mike. Of course, you have returned to the IPAs.
2: Yeah, I'm a fan, Matt. I'm a fan.
1: When was the last time you bought a 40?
2: Man, that's a really good question. Uh, it was probably a few years ago. I don't think I've bought one in a while. It was, I think it was on travel, and I was like, you know, I haven't had one of these uh, um, 40s in a while, and so I, I got me some of the old E, man. I like me some old E, and uh, so I was, you know, drank 40.
1: I always figured you for a Mickey's, but, you know, oe that's fine too
2: yeah no i i like it's kind of weird i actually like that one's taste uh mickey's is very bland and okay and then steel reserve is like the bane of my existence i can't (laughs) touch that stuff anymore
1: (laughs) oh tell us how you really feel mike (laughs) okay so that's your mission next podcast steel reserve
2: Ah, uh, dude, I don't think I can. I I, I um regularly find like uh, cans or bottles of it when I'm walking the dog, and I'm like, ugh, I just smell a little bit of it. I'm like, ugh, reminds me.
0: Ugh.
1: So speaking about metal, Mike, how does F9, the Fast Saga, relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
2: Well, Matt, thanks for asking. This one's pretty easy, and uh, I like easy ones. Of course, Vin Diesel is uh, Groot, or I should have said I am Groot, uh, to start it. And uh, also, uh, we have uh, Michael Roker is uh, in this, and he is, uh, you know, one of our beloved characters in the MCU So, uh, Yondu, you know, Mm
1: -hmm. so. And Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, uh, it was cool to see. I didn't know he was in this movie, so that's kind of cool. But he's a very, very small part. Um, And Matt, I guess to get back a little bit on your uh, where's the cars in this movie. The most cars that you see in this movie really is the flashback sequence Mm -hmm. of the past. And I was like, wow, this really isn't as much. It, it is just more of a spy. I mean, there's a, I guess there's a little bit of a car chase in London and stuff, but it, it's not much. I don't know. There's just not a lot. Of, there's. I guess there's another car chase later on, but it's definitely not about the cars anymore at all.
1: Okay, Mike. Well, now we can split. Since you're having a hard time, not discussing your favorite car chase where they literally launch a Fiero into outer space.
2: Man, it was, it was awful. I, uh, and then they didn't even have space suits. They had commercial diving suits. Oh, I was like, this is, uh, Uh, like the, the one thing I, I, so it's, It's kind of infuriating because they kind of did stuff kind of right where it was like, we want to get to space. We know we can't go from the ground. So they start off from a plane at like 50,000 feet, which is really how we first started going into space and how uh, Virgin Galactic or whatever the the new Virgin Tourist space thing is going to be doing. That's exactly what they're doing.
1: Yeah, no, that's correct. Yeah.
2: So that's kind of, I mean, that's okay. But the rest of it was just, uh, as you say, Matt, uh, hot garbage.
1: It was absolutely ridiculous. I just, it really upsets me that they don't center on like what built this franchise was the cars and the racing and the, you know, I just, do we need another super hardcore action movie Like James Bond, I mean, I was sitting through the trailers for this movie, and uh, again, another victim of COVID, much like F9, the new James Bond is coming out, and I was super excited to watch that trailer. Granted, I've seen it a half a dozen times, probably twice that, maybe three times that, because it's been rolling for over a year, but I'm just super stoked for James Bond. I guess... The Fast Saga is America's James Bond. I don't know. I thought Triple X did that really well. Again, another Vin Diesel starred film, but that went by the wayside after the first one. I never watched the second one with Ice Cube. And then I guess there was a third one where Vin Diesel came back again. I don't know. I never watched that one either.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't know if I watched. I think I watched all of them. Uh,. The first one was kind of trying to be, you know, a spy kind of fun movie, and then it just got weird. And then with with this movie, I I don't know, Matt, if if this is our 007, it's, I, f- I feel bad for the, the rest of the world, because although uh, entertaining and popcorn, like, just so unrealistic and just ridiculous things happen, like laws of physics are broken, like, it just doesn't make sense um matt the uh the the thing i was alluding to earlier uh where i was talking about the michael bay movie was uh the six underground that we reviewed uh not too long ago on on the pod
1: loved it bay bang did you look up what number it was of course you didn't
2: man he knows me so well all right so <laughs> moving on we are uh we well, go ahead I'm just gonna come on continue we we are going to talk about the uh so they use like some magnets and some uh awesome i don't even know how they filmed some of the stuff they did some really good job with like how they did the the magnet stuff in six underground it was really well done really well shot it was neat cool cool little gag it was great this movie does that but they do it like eight times And it just keeps getting bigger and more fantastical and just ridiculous. Like the part where they're like bringing out all the debris in front of the, the, I don't know what that was, the, the big truck thing.
1: Oh my God, dude, that was so stupid, ridiculous. The big, not just the debris, but how the truck was on its top and it's a giant semi truck and it slid, no wheels, no grease, no nothing. For like five miles on its lid. Like it just kept oh, sliding.
2: Yeah. Well, well, I mean, even it getting flipped was Yeah. And then <laughs> it flips again. Yeah.
1: And then it flips again, and Vin Diesel magically saves it and drives off.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, No, no. It was pretty ridiculous. And then while blowing up the 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 um the plane, right? Like didn't he blow? To, he, he threw something or did something, and the plane got blown up. I don't know. It was it was ridiculous, dude. It's so ridiculous. Almost I gotta
1: wonder as ridiculous as Charlize Theron's haircut.
2: Well, I've gotta wonder if Charlize Theron just likes these movies because they're just ridiculous. She's like, and in her part in this movie, it was probably only a few days of shooting. Like, if they filmed all of her stuff sequentially, she only had a few lines was not in it too much not like uh in 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 uh f8 or whatever she was in it a lot more but like in this one now she wasn't in it that much and i don't know i i feel like she just did it because they're just i don't know maybe the paycheck was good i would think i don't so. know yeah i don't know how how they pay the people and stuff or any of that but usually with money yes Yes, that's that's true. But the uh, maybe with magnets, man, they probably have a lot left over.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out how they pulled a car completely through a building, but not any of the iron or beams or anything else in the building. But the car, no problem. Got him. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: and then and then uh, the other thing, my other big kind of complaint of this movie is like. As we've said like about fifteen million times already in this pod, family, the uh, there's all this emphasis on you know being family and all that. But the storyline in this movie is like I abandoned my brother because he was a dick. <laughs> like I right, uh, like you killed Papa, I, so I'll never talk uh, to you again.
1: Or at least he thought he killed his father.
2: Right. Uh, I don't know, man, for preaching about family and stuff. That didn't seem very family-like.
1: Right. It's, I don't know. And and then, of course, you know, FX, clearly everything has been resolved with, through all the craziness. So now John Cena will be part of the next crew, which is fine. I'm all for John Cena, but I don't believe that he's Dom's brother in one bit. They don't look the same. They don't act the same. Okay, fine. They're both bodybuilders. What would he do?
2: Yeah, and and they're like, I don't know. His younger brother got taller, and I felt like he was already an adult, but I don't know. They didn't talk about ages, so who knows? I just felt like they were kind of they're running thin on on stories, so they just threw in another one, and then of course, like you said, Matt, they resurrected another character because you know why not.
1: Yeah, they can't kill anyone. And then you know, uh, did you stay for the uh, mid scene, the mid credit scene, Mike?
2: I did not stay for the mid credit scene. It was it was pretty late, and I had to go. Uh, I had to go get some shut eye. You know, you know me.
1: Yeah. What was it? Eleven a.m. Eleven thirty.
2: Yeah it it was
1: it was close to
2: like noon noon thirty. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Okay, I understand. I understand. Mikey needs his nap nap. So uh, the mid-credit scene has Jason Statham sitting there beating up a uh, punching bag. And he unzips it, and there's a dude in there, which is pretty funny. And uh, then uh, uh, I'll just do it real quick. Han shows up. Han, he. There's a knock at the door. Jason Statham opens the door, and then there's Han. And that's the end of the mid-credit scene. So I'm wondering if uh, Hobson Shaw 2 is going to be like... Hobbs and Shaw versus Han or something I, I don't know
2: well I guess we'll, we eagerly await the next sequel um, of you know like you said F10 or Hobbs and Shaw 2 still Sean I don't know
1: <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw Deuce. still Sean <laughs> <laughs> I don't know still, still Hobbs and <laughs> Okay Mike so uh, anything else you want to talk about of this disaster of a film
2: Um you know uh I'll just real quick say that if if you're a fan of these other movies and you liked all of them this is along the same lines same kind of stuff it's very fantastical uh check reality uh at the door but uh if you're not I don't know you can go see it it's it's a summer blockbuster it's uh you know this is the movie bringing people to the theater so that's good for the theaters i mean i kind of enjoyed some aspects of it i mean it's just so ridiculous it's like you you find yourself just laughing sometimes uncontrollably
1: so that's kind of the the remarks i left on the radio this morning is if you go into this movie and you like the other Fast and Furious films, you're going to have a good time. You're going to like it. If you go in this movie knowing that it's a popcorn blockbuster flick, you don't need to use your brain for two and a half hours, you're going to have a good time. If you go into this movie thinking it's going to be a comedy, you're going to have a great time. If you go to this movie looking for a serious action flick and you haven't seen any other Fast and Furious, or you're not a fan of the Fast Saga you're not going to enjoy it. It's not worth your time. So, I mean, my rating reflects that I had a good time. It was entertaining. Would I recommend people to go see this. No, not unless you're doing one of those things that I just said.
2: Wow, man, that you covered quite a lot of angles. That was a little bit more angles than I thought. Um, yeah, my, my rating is, is not so great either, but, uh, um, why don't you give us yours first, Matt? Oh, I get I always to go first. first.
1: I get to be the dick. All right, woo, Mike. I give it one and a half reels.
2: Oh, really? Dang, yes. dude. it was freaking wow. crap. Wow. All right. All right. So the streak continues. Matt is is much harsher than me these days. Uh, I don't know what's happening. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe family has changed me but um (laughs) anyway i am uh two two reels
1: damn so i'm still kicking your ass on the bitterness and being an ass but yeah my family clearly has changed you so that's how that's why you're connecting with the fast saga because of your fast family
2: oh that's very true that's very true Maybe I'll get to say grace at the next one.
1: I hope so. I hope you're at the head of the table saying grace.
2: All right. Drinking some Coronas. Coronakitas.
1: Coronaitas? That's for the babies, right? That's why they put them in the little (sighs) bottle? Because you get your whole hand around it as a baby?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think that's what that's for. I'm
1: surprised they weren't drinking Corona seltzers. You know what? Corona Seltzers probably didn't exist when they this movie was supposed to come out. That's a fairly new development.
2: Oh. Okay. Well, I didn't know if they would just splice it in, you know, at the end. Like show like a hand that's not really the hand.
1: <laughs> it's just like a quick cut to one. Yeah, I could see that. No, no. You know, that'll be uh in um uh Still Sean. It'll be in that one. That's all they'll be doing, they'll still... be drinking seltzers. Corona Seltzer. Hobbs and still
2: shine. Yep. And it'll be like Corona Seltzer.
1: Yep. Corona Seltzer Lime. Now in Pink Lemonade. (laughs) Okay, Mike. So um, I don't know if this technically counts as your pick or my pick, or we both knew we were going to have to do this movie if we didn't want to. But uh, next week, it is your pick for a film. And Mike, we are continuing our streak of going to the theaters uh i don't know june has just been on fire but this next movie is technically in july and they come around you know every couple years around independence day mike go ahead tell us what we're watching
2: all right matt i think it's time that we forever purge the f9s of the world
1: damn we're gonna purge the f9s all right i did give a one and a half reels but i didn't shoot at the screen with a shotgun (laughs)
2: all right um i was just trying to come up with something clever and that's all i got it's
1: okay it's all right speaking of that uh vin diesel was running around with a shotgun it looked identical to, to one of the ones i have so i was like oh that's pretty cool
2: oh neat um yeah so we're gonna be reviewing the forever purge uh some of these movies are pretty fun some of them are okay so uh this is like the what fourth fifth installment i
1: think of uh purge movie dude you are hiccuping like a mofo into the mic i could see it (laughs) those ipas are making you hiccup
2: yeah yeah sorry about that
1: um i think the forever purge is number four isn't it i think
2: it might be number five are you sure
1: i'm looking at imdb but Cause there was like the Purge Origins or something. Yeah, there was the prequel one, and then they had the Purge TV show. Did you ever watch that one?
2: No, I didn't watch the TV show. I was interested, but I didn't watch it. I
1: didn't. I watched like one or two episodes. I I forgot it even existed, and I don't even know where I can watch it now. But um, there was uh, I I remember the first one, which was really low budget and was out of the, it, just knocked it out of the park. There was the second one where you actually get to see people in the streets doing the purge. Then there oh, was Oh yeah, there's 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 five. The third one the, that was election day, right? Yes.
2: Election year. The
1: election year. The fourth one was the pre purge, the first purge. Okay, so yeah, this is five. Why do I know this stuff and I'm not a huge purge fan? I love the idea of the purge though and all the riffs on it. Like if you ever watch that episode of Rick and Morty, oh my god, dude, that is so hilarious. The Purge world, they go to a world that is Purge. It's hilarious.
2: Nice, nice. Uh, I have not seen that, Matt, but um, yeah, five five movies. So here we are. We're we're looking at the Forever Purge. So I figured, you know. There wasn't uh, anything of note coming out this weekend, and uh, that I that I saw. And this one, you know, I li- I kind of like these movies. Sometimes they're they're a little over the top, but
1: we'll, we'll see. No. dude, um, honestly, some of them have been pretty good. Like the first one really caught everyone by surprise. That's why they're on a fifth one now. Um, I think the uh, the Purge Origins of the first Purge or whatever. I think that was a pretty decent one too. And then probably the second one, too, like the second purge, just because you finally got to see the purge outside of just a house. I I think those are the three that I think are pretty decent. That election year, I wasn't a super huge fan of. There was a little bit too much political overtones in that one, but obviously it's called election year, so...
2: Oh yeah, no they were they were going for the they were going for it very clearly.
1: But still, I mean, I so far I've enjoyed three out of four of them. I'm not going to say they're great films, but they're definitely unique and different. And they're on that horror slash genre, horror slash sci-fi kind of action genre, all kind of rolled into one.
2: Yeah, they kind of are a mashup of of you know action, but then horror, and then you know some uh social commentary as well is usually weaved into them quite quite intricately.
1: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, dude, the 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 real realization of an actual purge if it ever actually was real is insane. I mean that would be so frightening. It really would be. So
2: Oh yeah, no, it'd be <laughs> it would be very yeah ooh, it'd be weird. But so I was interested in seeing that movie, Matt, and then I think the week after that we know what we're going to do as well, but uh, we can, you know, hold off in case we don't want to do that right away. What? What? You know, your 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 future ex, oh, no. ex-wife movie? Oh, no.
1: I'm going to see Blackwood opening weekend. I have to support my girl.
2: <laughs> ah, yes, yes. I'm sure she's had a rough time in the pandemic.
1: She has. She has. She has gotten to sit back, relax, enjoy her life, not work. You know, she needs help.
2: Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll put her to work,
1: Matt. I'll put her to work for this. Damn sure.
2: (laughs) Well, all right, Matt. Um, I guess with that, I think we can start wrapping it up. So make sure to uh, follow us on the socials. Uh, facebook twitter instagram and uh you know go out there and stream or watch a movie and uh we'll catch you on the next pod thanks for listening everybody thank you for
1: listening to the real film nerds now don't forget to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram
0: at real film nerds now go out and catch a movie Joining me in studio this morning on Magic 99.1, even though I told him he shouldn't come because I have a cold, he is here. What dedication. It's Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast. I do have on a face mask, though.
1: I just want to get your cold, (laughs) so then I will So you can go to bed and take a rest? No, yeah, I'd be forced (laughs) to get a couple days off. (laughs) Think
0: about it. I might have to lie in bed, but it'd be worth it. Right, well, let's see how that works out for you today. Yeah, it
1: wouldn't. I'll just probably still work okay you know how it is yeah yeah you'll have to work through it
0: just like i am right now see yeah
1: yeah,
0: yep. yeah. hey uh, you saw f9 the uh ninth fast and furious movie correct
1: technically 10th but technically
0: 10th yeah. that's what i thought yeah um you saw it over the weekend mm-hmm. in the theater because that's the only place you can oh, see yeah. it
1: yep there's a showing at harkins every half hour at least there was Is that right yeah. oh my
0: gosh and i came in number one at the box office this past weekend what'd you think
1: I was discussing it out in the lobby. They should have stopped it, too. Really? Yeah. I have not been a huge fan of the Fast and Furious series since probably the... I saw the third one. That was what? The Tokyo Drift. And that one, I was like, well, I don't know where they're going. There's been some afterwards. Like, Fast Five was pretty good. And there were a couple here and there. But, I mean, this is a whole nother level of ridiculousness. (laughs) Even compared to 8 and 7. I mean, it's... They did some fan service, like, I don't want to spoil it for those of you who are going to go and watch it, but... Right. People literally were getting up and cheering when they were going to a certain place. I will we'll put it that okay. way. Okay.
0: All right. Well, I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah. But, okay. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. So it was just ridiculous. Well, you know what? It made $70 million over the weekend. It's, so they're they on to something it's here. It's the
1: highest grossing film since uh, COVID. It's right. made $400 million worldwide. Yeah. Wow. And that's why they keep that's making That's why they
0: keep them. making them because, because people keep going to see right? them. If yep. you don't go and see them, they stop they making them. They will stop.
1: Right. <laughs> but the thing is, people love them. And yeah. And, I mean, the action is really good. They weave in all the characters from all the other movies except mm-hmm. for a couple, which, you know, The Rock, rumor has that The Rock and Vin Diesel didn't go along well, so that's why The Rock is not in here. That's why I had the spinoff of Hobbs and Shaw. So he's not in here. Everybody knows that Jason Statham, who's, you know, the other counterpart in Hobbs and Shaw was not in this one, but just about everybody else was. Mm -hmm. There's even a nod to Paul Walker at the end of the movie because, you know, everybody knows he passed, but there's a nod that he's still alive in the, in the world, you know, his character is so, um, If you like all the other ones, I say go see it. Yes. It's ridiculous. It's fun. It's absurd. It's your perfect summer popcorn blockbuster movie.
0: Yeah, just mindless entertainment. The
1: plot is ridiculous. The story (laughs) is ridiculous. The haircuts are ridiculous. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. But if you enjoyed any of the other ones, you're going to enjoy this because you know what you're going to see. Yes, there you go. If you haven't seen any of them... I I have not. You maybe skip it. Just a hard pass. But if you, I don't know, I mean, if you're just looking for something to just chill out for two and a half hours yeah. and not think,
0: yeah, maybe you'll enjoy it. You know, I didn't watch any movies over the weekend, but I did watch, I think it was five hours of um, golf yesterday. Wow. <laughs> I watched an entire tournament. I've never done that before. And it went into overtime. I uh, extra extra holes because they went into a playoff. Eight extra holes. I watched the whole thing and I thought, "Wow, now what's a better use of my time—watching a movie or watching this golf?"
1: I would have watched the entire Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise personally instead, instead of five instead. hours of golf. Yeah. Hey, I learned a lot. I'm going to take I mean, it to the course. They both probably put me in the same mood of depression. Yeah. Yes. But- <laughs>
0: One? I think I'd be a little
1: bit happier going into it. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. How,
1: how's this? I watched your movie. Did
0: you watch The yeah. Woman in the Window? Well, yeah. What did you think? Oh wait, let's give me how many reels for, for, fast. for F9? Oh, it,
1: it was rough, man. I give a one and a half. One and, that's and being a half? Generous. Yeah. Oh,
0: I don't think you've ever given anything one and a half oh, on no, my I show have. before. Oh, I have, yeah. On my show oh, before? Have, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I have a bad memory. Mortal, <laughs> Mortal
1: Engines. Well, you know, it's, it's the cold that yeah. you have.
0: Yeah, the cold. There you go. That's what it is. Okay, so The Woman in the Window, what did you think. It was okay. Yeah.
1: It, it's it's an attempt to be Alfred Hitchcock, yes. that's for sure. It's yes. a hardcore Hitchcock rip-off, rip but mm-hmm. for the most part it was interesting. I don't know why you would call it a drama and why you think um uh The Hitman's Bodyguard is more graphic. Like <laughs> some of the stuff in the the Woman in the right. Window, like the end where like the we find out who the killer is and he starts I mean, it's not just like <laughs> You shoot someone. I mean, this is in your face, like yeah, vicious, an axe. An like axe in your face, emotional, yeah. you know, painful, yeah. murdering. The right. The <gasps> hitman's bodyguard is like someone shooting someone. Yeah, senseless. They don't even senseless murder. Yeah, right. that
0: one is very personal. Okay. Okay. And you're Point saying, taken.
1: Mine's more. How do you, you don't know how you go to watch? Ridiculous.
0: <sighs> okay. How you're many kills you give the woman in the window?
1: Uh generous i do like Two and a half. Two and a half. It, i mean it was a rip it yeah. was trying to be hitchcock you know well, and a heck it, of a cast though yeah heck of a cast yeah, how gary can oldman not? i mean jeez
0: right. right julianne Moore. Yep. yeah amy and amy what's her last name i forget
1: doesn't matter Oh, it's too Doesn't early Adam. for me. Yeah.
0: I know who you're talking about. Yeah.
1: yeah. Amy Adams? Adams. Yeah, Adams. Amy Adams. Nice, Adams. nice. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. What do we watch next week? Make it quick. We're already at six minutes. So, I <laughs> already at six minutes. Okay. So, traditionally, around the 4th of July
1: weekend, we always get ourselves a purge movie and my co-host has picked the latest one which is called the forever purge The
0: forever purge so
1: we will be going back to the theaters this is yeah i think a month in a row where i've gone to the theater every week so it
0: feels more normal it's kind of weird okay well don't come in on monday because i'm off come in on tuesday (gasps) tuesday if you can we'll chat about it okay all right everybody check out the podcast it's called the real film nerds maddie thanks for coming in
1: as always lisa thanks for having me on you're
0: welcome